Blog Talk Radio. Yours truly, the Gap Team Guru of Gumbo, back at it once again here in the kitchen as we bring in another week's episode of the Gumbo Talk Show. I am feeling greasy as all get out. I don't know why I'm so oily. I think I need to take another shower and get some of this oil off my face. I shouldn't be this moisturized at this time of the day because it's time to wind down for some of us. And it's time to pump it up and crank it up for others. I just want to tell you all, whoever is listening, whoever's watching the show tonight, whoever's going to watch it tomorrow or the next day, whenever you catch the show, I want to tell you thank you for spending some time with me here on the Gumbo Talk Show. And I want to um, just remind everybody, in case you didn't know, that I think every moment we have is precious. I've never thought that much of the statement as I have as of late. Um, I guess last week losing a couple of good friends, three people that are my age, went to school with at least college uh, 20-some-odd years ago, and then they're gone. I just, there's so many, so many of us are dealing with grief and uh, the loss of loved ones, whether it's been this sickness or it's been one of those um, forever sicknesses that have still plagued our our families and our friends. Um, It's just real good to be here and be able to share with you all again another week. Um, Our topic tonight, if you didn't know and you didn't read it or you didn't get the memo, is excuses versus exercises. Excuses versus exercises. The the episode tonight, I want to get into what is holding us back. Um. How many times has someone else interfered with your life versus you doing the interference yourself? Question to ask. If you are thin-skinned or faint of heart, this this show isn't going to be for you. I can tell you right now. Uh, We will be continuing talking about business, but it's more of getting in what is going to be the engine or transmission of your business and your um, business pays that is going to be really the center focus of tonight, and that is you. So I don't know if you're like me, but I tend to get in my own way when it comes to things that I know really need to get done. Um, I can't 
say that anybody else has gotten in my way more than me. I seem to be at the epicenter of all my troubles, all my trials, and all my mistakes. Now, I'm not saying I'm at the center of the world. What I'm saying is, as it relates to me, if it's not God, if it's not the devil, it's me. And even if I am influenced one way or the other, it doesn't really matter because the influence is on me. My attitude, my very present being is situated on the fact that I can either come up with something to get into or get out of something, or I can just allow things to happen. Or then there's that thing where trouble comes to me and I have to decide whether or not I, I want to walk with it. So either way you look at it, it's a decision based off of me. What we have a real problem with is through the tough times, keep on keeping on. We don't tend to do well when tough times hit us. And the way many people deal with it is excuses. You can call it anything else you want, but you and I both know one of the things that we tend to rely on or fall back on when we don't want to really tell the truth or the truth is insignificant. I don't know. Whatever the case is, we can come up with some excuses. Excuses range from little white lies to um, exacerbated fairy tales, right, of the unimaginable, but whatever the purpose is, from that white lie to this, to this outrageous fairy tale, mm-hmm. from, from here to there, the, the underlying purpose, the underlying intent for what we come up with is an excuse. Everybody's got one. I mean, it would last week. I, I purposely and I, I and I know this is wrong because it was only temporary the weather we had, but I looked at it as saying. Ain't no way I'm going to let a rainy, or in that case, a snowy day, block me from a blessing. And I got my fool self out there in all that bad weather all last week and and worked. 
Um, for me, the excuse was I don't want anybody to say I came up with an excuse to not work. I come up with excuses sometimes not in the negative, but what's up, brother? I see you, B. Um, I don't necessarily come up with excuses to get out of things. I try to come up with excuses to get into them. I mean, really, and it's not any better. It's just as unhealthy because something, anything could have happened. When I should have maybe stayed my behind in the house, I did get, get – um, Caught up on a hill It took me about 30 minutes to get out of the folks driveway um, But I did get a, Have a mishap where I was uh, Iced in for a second Until I maneuvered out of there But I came up with an excuse that I didn't want Anybody to say I'd have an excuse About not going out there and working Just because it was a little snow And ice on the ground I realized how stupid That was because I could have been trapped somewhere and then, you know, ran out of gas and been cold, even with a cell phone. Who who else is going to be able to get out there and go to the places I was going? You know, nobody in their right mind. And I'd had to wait on the authorities. Lord knows I don't want to call the authorities. But you, you get it. You, excuses aren't necessarily you trying to get out of something. We make excuses to get into something, and it's just as unhealthy. So even with us getting in our way, we could exercise the right state of mind versus coming up with an excuse and and think real highly of ourselves instead of always self-deprecating. Is that the way? Yeah, self-deprecating because I I be wanting <laughs> I be trying to make sure I'm not talking about doo doo. You know that's. Defecation, yeah. I get them words. I have to make sure, you know, I'm in this South, and this South been in my life for so long. I've lost my, my Midwest uh, quick tongue, you know, if you will. But we could be finding exercises to get ourselves in and out of things that are more leaning towards a positive nature, but it's more based in the truth. I was listening to uh, Mount Zion Baptist Church um, midweek service again on yesterday, and Pastor Harris said everything that man makes is based in a lie. And it hit me, as soon as he said it, I didn't argue with it. I, I was like, yep. It was instantaneous that I felt like everything that we do as human beings is a lie. And then we have the audacity to think that some of us are better than others because we either lie less or our lies are different than their lies. And I submit to you that one rotten egg in the scrambled egg renders the whole omelet inedible. The whole omelet is inedible. 
if you put one rotten egg in it, how are you going to get that rotten egg out of the other eggs that you scrambled in? It's kind of like mixing salt and sand together. I, I submit to you, get all of the salt out of the sand. You'll be there a long time, and it'll be, it might not be enough time to get all of that out of there. You see what I'm saying? So whatever we do, I'm not saying that excuses versus exercises is going to paint our holy selves any more righteous than what we started off with as virtually all being the same. We come from mud. We come from dirt. So who, if, if we see somebody who's really grimy and really dirty, we ought to just think to ourselves, they're just acting their original nature. They never evolved. And you can't blame them because you don't know who was involved in their lives to bring them up, that who, who, who cut off water or cut off light to them at an early age in a very heinous way, and now they're limited on the ability to grow excuses and into exercises. Exercise is about practicing and muscle memory, and we often avoid exercise. But this is a mental exercise I'm talking about of getting out of the mind state of trying to come up with something, stop trying to make stuff happen, and, 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 and sometimes sit back and wait for things to happen. Now, I know this is contrary to my go-get-it spirit about hustling. That's not what I'm, I'm trying to contradict. What I'm trying to contradict is how we think in our mind, okay? Our bodies, if we get into muscle memory, I can go literally right now, if I, as tired as I am, because my body has been trained over the years. Remember I was telling you about using the things that you learned when you worked for somebody to your advantage when you work for yourself. I used to get up, uh, and, and, and Tab will tell you, at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, sometimes you get up and you go out at 1130 and you don't come back until 6 in the morning. If you come back and you got to go right back to work at noon when I was doing that second shift, and I worked overnight as well. And so you did that two nights a week and one weekend a month. You, you, you worked overnight. And, and if you can keep going, you can keep earning. And so for me, I have the muscle memory that now if I get a call, it's something that clicks in my mind and says, I need to go and handle this business. I used to go and handle it for someone else. They used to pay me $100 a call when I used to go out at night to one of these hospitals, Good Shepherd, Longview Regional, or East Texas Medical Center. That's the only three we had. Okay, Trinity Mother Francis was over the hospital in Henderson, but ETMC had um, Gilmer and Carthage. And then they went to Henderson. And then we had Good Shepherd in Longview and Marshall, and then we had Longview Regional, and I don't know why I feel like I'm missing one. We had the hospitals up north in Bowie County and Cass, or Bowie and, uh, yeah, Bowie County. So 
I would get up in a New York minute and go and go take care of that business for them. And although they paid a hundred dollars a call for what we were doing, they would bill three or four hundred dollars. You know, and then if the person got into services, God knows, thousands of dollars. And 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 the point is is that if you can get up and go and do a hundred dollars versus thousands for someone else, you should be able to get up and go and get twenty five, fifty dollars in the South. Right back in the South. There's no excuse in when you are doing something that comes natural to you for the improvement of yourself without the limitations of yourself or anybody else interfering with the plan that you have with your creator. I submit to you that any excuse you come up with, if it's one to get you into something or one to get you out of, or the other to get you out of something, um, has all to do with a lie. It has all to do with how you're going to frame something to make it line up with your carnal man way. But if you have a vision and you've written it down and it's plain to you and it's plain to see and you work that vision and you understand as many other facets as possible related to your agenda, and everything you do becomes second nature to get to that goal of your agenda, you, sir, you, ma'am, have effectively removed excuses and now are working in a habitual manner of Second nature, muscle memory, activity that keeps you pushing. All the motivation, if you're working right now, you have to get up in the morning to go to work. You've got bills to pay. You've got miles to feed. You've got trips to take. You've got things to buy. You know, down the list of bills and things that you want to do, right, things that you think you need, and they probably are essential, but it's only essential uh, some of the time, right? But you have these things that you want to get. Why haven't you got them? And why haven't we moved on to a whole new goal? See, excuses keep us in the same goals that we had yesterday. We shouldn't have the same goals now as we had either one Two, five, ten, twenty-five years ago. By now, we should have moved on. I mean, let me just tell you this story. I talked to my homeboy, and 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 I love him, and that's why I can say it because he knows I love him. I was talking to him the other day, and all he could talk about was what we did in in the nineties, early nineties. And I told him, I told him, I said, bro. You know, I've had so many other milestones that happened in my life since then because of the life I've gotten afforded to live 
out of a necessity. Mind you, I didn't travel all over the country going to school because um, uh, I was a good guy, okay? I messed up. I'm telling you all, I, I, I came up with excuses that I thought I needed to be a certain way. And I didn't have to be. I could just be me and never have done some of the things I did or got into the things I did because it was unnecessary. I didn't know that uh, even when you try to be real, you're living a lie, okay? I didn't know that. But, but the bigger picture here is is that my boy's goals are similar to what they were 20 years ago. And we got down 28, 29 years ago. 29 years ago, almost it'll be like 30 years next year or later this year that he and I got down. It might be 30 now, but I, I, I I'm, I'm telling you that. Listen, y'all. We've got to get past these old goals. They're no longer good for us. Can we now? Can we get to it? And then if you can't get to your goal now, now I know y'all gonna say. Have you got to the $57 million? No, I haven't got to my $57 million goal, but there's so many other little goals that I can't tell you about between where I was a few years ago when I established the fact that the universe required me to do some things and it cost $57 million to do all those things. I, I have realized that some of the things are going to be realized now before that, because my focus is there, but I've got these other many goals that I had set that I can't talk about that have, have happened since then, since I set the goal, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving the fact that I'm snowballing. I laughed at myself the other day. Um, a couple of weeks ago, my mom pulled out this notebook <laughs> saying, you know, you owe me some money. I said, oh. I said, I don't doubt it. Help themselves, I'm going to do it gladly. Because I can. I could come up with an excuse, I'll give you a little here, a little there. No, you didn't come up with an excuse when you let me do things. This is in general. This is this is the talk. You you didn't say, Oh, I'll give you a little bit here, a little bit there to get the help that you needed when you needed it. So it's it's an exercise you have to practice when you you look at the goals and hopefully you've gotten smart goals. So that you can keep, even though you may have a big goal, you've got to be every day making a stride or step towards that. And you're not going to be able to do it if you keep on coming up with excuses. Give you another example of myself. I have a goal of losing 150 pounds. I have a goal of, if I lost 150 pounds, I'd be somewhere in the mid 200s. I think I could live healthily. Um, over 200, between 200 and 300 pounds, I think I can live healthily or more healthily. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to get down to 200 pounds, right, and be be somewhere around 199. I don't know. People would look at me like I was, you know, smoking something or I got something. But overall, I keep getting in the way of that because I keep grabbing the soda every now and again, not eating completely right, right? Limiting my exercise and catching that elevator. 
that are walking them steps. I'm not taking the steps. I'm not counting my steps. Anybody want to get me um, a, a watch, one of them Fitbit watches for uh, a big wrist? I think my wrist is 13. My wrist is 13 inches around. Uh, so it had to be these 13, 14 inches. And regular ones, regular watches never have worked. That's why I don't wear watches. I love watches. I have a ton of watches. I think I got that from my daddy. But this old thing right here, it gets in the way. I have to add three or four links to my fossils and other Movados and stuff like that. I have to add links or get other aftermarket scraps, things like that. But you, 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 I have a Roly. One of these days I'm going to say my Rolies, though. You know the presidential bezel, but I, I get in the way of my own goal of losing that weight because I'm picking up stuff that I shouldn't be eating. Right? It's evident that I'm overweight. Right? No matter how handsome I am to some people or how ugly I am to others, some of these angles on these cameras, they got my head looking weird. Look at that. Doesn't really look that 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 funny on it in, in person. It looks funny on this video, but I I make excuses to get myself in and out of things. The world needs us to practice perfect so that when it's time for us to perform, we won't have to worry about failing as much because we done failed enough in practice. You failed enough. You know, it's time for you to start excelling past those and start getting in the way of our goals with excuses and just start moving. I had a $36 insufficient fund hit me yesterday morning. <laughs> I know y'all saying, shoot, he got problems like me. No, that ain't it. What I was doing, I'm practicing this new way I told y'all about a couple of weeks ago of moving my finances around, and I ended up moving too much money around, not thinking about my bills hitting, and um, I should have kept a cushion. So as soon as I seen that they sent me a text, they had already taken the $36, dirty bastard. But um, they know I had the money because I have other accounts there. I didn't have that thing set up where um, you get the cushion, I don't even know what it's called anymore, and I used to use it. Overdraft protection, that's what it is, where they just pull it out of another account, a savings account or something, so that you won't you won't ever have those funds. I, I need to set that back up because I'm trying to live the life that I used to live years ago when it comes to finances. Yes, I make more money now than I made two years ago. More money now than I made several, you know, in my life before. But here's the thing. I want to continue living like I was living years ago and not get into the mindset that because you have more, you need more. That would be an excuse to change up how I've been so that I can look like what I am, I don't, I'm I'm not impressed with looking like nobody else. Somebody, people that tell me my beard looks good, they don't know what the hell a, a good beard looks like because I know my thing is scruffy. Now, if you like scruffy, I'm your guy. Don't get me wrong. But I see some of my brothers, 
they be picking that joint out every day. They at the they at the barber getting that thing trimmed up every three to four days, and that joker is moisturized. And here I am with mine. I barely comb it. Don't be making up no excuses to try to make me feel good. I've been looking like this all my life. It's hard work to try to look good. And so sometimes I'm, you know, hey, Mark Zuckerberg used to wear the same sweatshirt to work, you know, growing Facebook. Warren Buffett has some, I mean, they look like Goodwill suits he wears, and he ain't hurting. Bill Gates ain't no fashionista either, you know. Fashionista? Nista is a female, right? A, Mister or fashionisto, whatever. The point is, um, I got to. It's more important that I I live um, like I used to live, not in my mindset, but in the mind of living off of only a portion. If you have a portion, right? Because y'all know, just like I know, what time is it? It's eight thirty. We got fifteen more minutes. Y'all know, just like I know, that that there was times where we really lived check to check, right? And if that check didn't come in, or it didn't come in on time, boom, back. And that's the mindset. I, I <laughs> be quiet, Duke. Negro trying to say that because she cut my hair good and regular then, and took care of my beard, but. Here, here's the thing. Um, these uh, these days, this this time that we have is really precious. Like when we, we started off the show, I was telling you, this, I'm just really thankful to be here. I really am. And so these are those days that we're living in. They say we're living in the last days. I don't know, but it sure is beginning to feel like that. Folk, old folks used to say it all the time, but now I'm getting to think like, damn, somebody else done died? It's like the death around us is like, you see death around the corner nowadays. But where we are in the mindset, I, I want to I go back, I would like to go back and keep reverting back to when I was a kid. Because I think about how um, good life is when you're naive. And I don't mean naive to the point where you're ignorant. I mean that you, you, you're willing to take risks for risk's sake. You're willing to do things and, and play in the sandbox with others that your parents wouldn't play with. You're, you're willing to, to, to befriend someone and not be worried about them hurting you. You're able to talk to someone for the sake of talking. You're able to smile every day because the agenda is to somehow figure something else out new about this world that I'm in. A lot of new things when you're young. Can you imagine being a newborn baby but being able to see the world with your mind now in a baby's body of how every single thing that you see and do is brand new? 
everything when you're newborn is brand new. And the older we get, the more we understand that there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing is new under the sun. Things are the same. Different characters, different methods about doing it, but everything's the same. So we are also trapping ourselves the same. We're trapping ourselves in our own minds, not allowing the the fresh air to be breathed, the the, the cool water to be drunk, the the soft bread to be ate, or a fresh mind to be experienced, because we have somehow painted ourselves into a corner, and that corner situation is all because we made an excuse about something that we should have done or that we shouldn't have done. We failed to act and be more active than passive in our own dealings, even if it meant sitting back and allowing things. How many times have we interjected something or or into something that was supposed to fail but we were the safety net for it not to fail, and the whole plan given from God was for that thing to fail. And in our finite mind, thinking that we're going to make something of this, we interjected ourselves and we intercepted a play, right? We intercepted a play that was supposed to have been the way it was naturally supposed to go. It doesn't look froze on this in Denver, on y'all on Instagram. I don't see anything. Everything is there. I see some other people join. So we, we cannot be ideologues to the point where we limit ourselves from being who we are and doing what we're supposed to be doing. We can't get into the practice of constantly looking at the world negatively when we know all these things are going to happen, regardless of whether we impact it or not, but we have every opportunity to to make the call and stick with the decision, keep it moving. But we tend to hang on to these excuses and then get stagnant, and then now we're living a life that we never expected to live. We expected to be way further in our plan, our goals, our agenda, like I talked about, at this point. But we've got to get out of the mindset of blaming him, her, them, they. You know, everybody know him, her, them, they, right? And we have to start looking internal and saying everything that happens to us, probably something that that, that could have happened a long time ago, but uh, I'm just now reaping the benefits of what I sold. So if you get out of the frame of excuses and get into the frame of exercising, 
then you would be like me, and I and I'm glad I reap what I sow. <laughs> the good and the bad. I'm glad for it. There are things happening in my life right now. Talking to my good friend, we're talking today and every day. We talk about it. There's things happening now that I know that in my my former self, whoever I was when I came out of that last cocoon, when I when I when I went into that last cocoon before, and then now I come out. Now I'm, I was a butterfly, and then I'm going to be a cocoon again, right? Um, but who I was before me being this butterfly right now, I wouldn't have been able to handle the things that I'm experiencing right now. There's no way. But I submit to you, if you're dealing with things, don't make excuses. Just start working your way through it because it's only temporary. Everything we're doing is temporary. I was telling the guy the other day, I went to Kilgore and did a closing, and the guy seemed to be cool. And then we got about two, two-thirds of the way through um, closing, and he asked me, who did you vote for? I knew when he asked me, the way he asked me, that he was a Trumplican. And then he started, when I told him I voted my best interest, and he kept trying to ask me questions, and I had, a, I had an answer for him. Not the answer that he wanted, but I had an answer for him. And his wife tried to get me to stop, you know, not get me, get him to stop talking because she knows politics is a touchy subject. But I told her, I said, I got this. I can talk politics all day. And when I left up out of there, I kept telling him, he kept saying, I can't believe all these executive orders we got. And I told him, did you, did you say that four years ago? Or you liked the things that happened four years ago? Okay. So if it happened once, can it happen again? Yeah, it happened again. So why are you worried about what's happening now? Is this is 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 the president President Biden affecting your life any more now than uh, Trump affected your life uh, the last four years? No, not really. But life has been good. Life been good for me too. You talking about some stuff about you finna get into this conversation that you can't handle? Is what I told him uh, on politics on somebody that I stand on my own. I ain't, you ain't finna cower me down just because I'm in your house. I'll be like mystical. You know what mystical said? <laughs> I piss on your porch and I shit on your couch. <laughs> Excuse my language, Mom. But, yeah, mystical said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that, you, you don't scare me. So by the time I left, his wife gave me a piece of cake. He wanted to shake my hand. And he was like, I like it when a man stands ten toes down. I said, I do too. But uh, I ain't going. I ain't one to be intimidated. And that's what I'm talking about working through things. If I was a different person, or uh, five, six years ago, when I was in my heavy NAACP mood, and I wasn't really NAACP, I was really like super black mood. I'm I'm into all the hermetics and all this stuff, and 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 and, and studying all these great authors and stuff, and and listening to Dr. Ben and uh, Dr. John Henry Clark and all these people every day, you know, I would have cut his ass up. But I've learned that, you know, a lot of the things that we do, we hold on to, we have no business and you need to let them go. And then a lot of things that we let go too easily, that's where we need to put in the fight. And there's just some fights I'm not willing to have because I've got a bigger 
war. So those battles you can have. You win, I lose, okay? Now, you've exhausted yourself. I still got, you know, three quarters of a tank of gas. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to get on down this road because I'm not letting obstacles do anything but become opportunities, okay? I, I'm not letting hurdles stop me. I'm making every hurdle a new happening in my life. You understand me? I'm not letting anything become a problem anymore. They only are going to be possibilities, right? Nothing anymore is a uh, chance. It's now a championship moment, and the champ is here. And so when I go places now, I don't have to wallow in the mud. I'm not going to accept crumbs at the table. I expect to get served on my right and get deplated from my left, my dinner fork to be closest to my plate, and my salad fork furthest away. Okay? I don't want anything less on the table than anybody else. But I have to be cognizant enough to play the role of the king if I want a king's meal. Okay? And the same thing for queens. When do you hear a king or a queen make excuses about anything? Do y'all remember? Um, we got a great uh, depiction of a king when we, we, what we saw coming to America and King Joffrey Jafar and how he interacted, how he acted. He said, you want to tie your own shoes? My son works? Come on now. That's king talk. King don't want nobody laborsome in his family, in his camp. He the laborer. He done already laid it down. Everything is in his kingdom. All that you, all that you see, all that you purview is yours, Right? So you got to really stand on yours. Like, you act like you say you were queen. You need to be queening up. How are you around here settling for these nincompoops? Y'all don't want me to get into my talk about men talk. You're settling for nincompoops, and you want us to call you a queen, and you got a peasant on your arm. That shit don't sound right. And then you guys calling yourselves kings, you, you really kings, and you ain't paying the bills. I know it hurts. I know it hurts. But we got to start manning and woman it up. You know, the day has come. It is here. <laughs> you, every time you frame your lips to come up with an excuse, you ought to put it in the back of your mouth and get to stepping because now you got to start practicing and exercise. Bye, Blog Talk. I'll see y'all later. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.